The following is simply the opinions of two South Carolina citizens. The views expressed herein are not endorsed by any employers, family members, or government employees. This podcast may contain adult language, atypical thinking, and just plain craziness. Be advised that critical thought may be a side effect of exposure to this content. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Vote Map Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm uh, Mike. And actually, this is the Swamp Fox Podcast Network now. We're going to kind of drop the Vote Matt thing, um, but whatever. Welcome anyway. Thank you for joining us tonight in the uh, undisclosed location deep in the heart of Kershaw County. A little chilly in here tonight, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Um, we took the, the stove out to make room for Mike's desk over there, and we haven't reinstalled it yet. Um, but it's not that cold. It's what, like 50 degrees outside? 45? Nope, it's 33. What? It dropped out. Yeah. 33? Yep. Holy crap. That was on the drive over here. So who knows now? Wow. I did. I noticed it was getting cold quick, but I didn't think it was dropping that far. Yeah. It was a know. chilly day today. Usually I don't bitch too much about cold, but that was getting me today. Yeah. Meanwhile, right people windy. in Missouri are watching like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's a- probably about the same temperature in Missouri right now. It probably is, yeah. Um, I had the pleasure of uh, working on a sheriff's department building. Yeah. And, uh, taking care of uh, making their uh, evidence storage a little more secure. And it's mm. uh, right, it like butts up right to this freaking wind tunnel that just rips through the building. It's like <laughs> freezing out there. My sister said it's colder in Missouri. It's colder here than in Missouri. Hmm. I think it's the humidity has a place makes it feel colder too, man. Yeah. It's more humid and then it's like, it, it's, it's chilly. I mean, it, it did not get warm today, which is nice. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad, but I, I was done with summer. All right. So we were talking earlier on the Facebook live that, um, you know, some of the topics we were going to discuss, we were going to go over some, our, you know, Thanksgiving plans. Um, I had talked about Caitlin and I are going to do some camping, some primitive camping, work on some skills like fire starting, trauma, first aid, um, some rope stuff, um, and just have a good time, enjoy our woods. As we always talk about camping and going to these other campsites, but dang, we just camp on our own property. 40 acres right here. <laughs> so we're going to be camping out. Um, we're also going to be cooking the rooster. Yeah. And um, see how he tastes. So what, are you going to cheat and come back for Thanksgiving, or are you going to oh, we're, cook it on a rock? Or? We're going to leave after Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> cook it on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're just going to do our Thanksgiving, and then, um, you know, Friday, we'll probably head into the woods. Gotcha. I don't work again until, like, next Wednesday. Are the kids coming back for, for Thanksgiving? or No. Um my older son in Virginia, he picked the third block of leaves, so mm-hmm. he'll be home for New Year's. Um, we're actually going to drive up and pick him up in Little Creek yeah, and then drive back here. 
just take a little road trip to Virginia. Not a bad one um, either. That's not a bad drive. I think we're going to, yeah, it's like five, six hours. Yeah. Um, I was thinking we might stay on the uh, the Cape in Delaware that's right across, I don't know what that is. It's not Chesapeake Bay. I don't know. Um, whatever. But we're going to stay and try to hit Delaware, knock off another state yeah. um, to visit. And um, so that should be a good trip, man. We got a good little schedule. You know, I, I like to keep it low key over the holidays. I don't, I, yeah, I don't like doing big family get together. You know, I do miss my family in Missouri. I miss our Thanksgiving, you know, together and all that. But um, no, I've had all the family calling, being like, "Hey, you guys coming up? Well, how yeah. about Christmas?" And I was like, "No, no, yeah, we already went up, and it, it's man, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like family and all that jazz, but." A nice quiet holiday is nice too. Yeah, like I don't get a whole lot of time off, and that's that's pretty pleasant. Yeah. Just hanging. I get out. a lot of time off, but I like being at home. Yeah, and you know, just doing my thing. I'm not a big holiday guy. I'm not honestly. either. But I just don't. I like cooking, and yeah, I don't like eating other people's bad turkey. So <laughs> <laughs> we always have some good food at my family. Yeah, uh, get togethers. Like my sister was saying earlier, she's. She's awesome at baking. She always makes great cakes and pies, and yeah. um, you know there's turkey and ham and all that stuff. So um, always an abundant spread, and you know just good time seeing families. And my like all my cousins all have kids now, and mm-hmm. um, dude, it's just crazy. Yeah, the size, the amount of people in there right. after just two generations. Yeah. Um, pretty crazy um, i think one of my oldest cousins has a kid now i'm like i can remember holding her as a baby yeah I'm like, damn it i'm getting old <laughs> like, yeah mm-hmm. um so dexter handy the um when he got fired back in what was it uh september october september i think October. Or very early October. I think it was October. October 20th, I think it was. Um, everybody was wondering, like, what happened? Yeah. Why did he get fired? That's crazy because he was... Deputy of the year. One of the highest, the most beloved deputies in Kershaw County Sheriff's Office. Yeah. So then it came out, like, the rumor was that uh, there was some sort of misconduct. Like, something happened. Mm-hmm. And that was false. Yeah. Uh, so then other people were saying he was using the a county cell phone to campaign on, to use to campaign against the sheriff, which is false. Um, then it was campaigning on the job. It was false. Um, and then when you, when you, all I did was went to, and anybody can do this. I went to the Criminal Justice Academy website, South Carolina Criminal Justice Academy, mm-hmm. and I filed a Freedom of Information Act request. Yeah. It's free. They don't. If it's a huge, massive file, they'll charge you like a certain amount of money per page or mm-hmm. you know for whatever. But it's free. It's just a. It's a simple. All they do is they pull the file, they scan it, and they email it to you. Yeah. It's easy. Um, so I I wrote down. I have the screenshots. I'll post the screenshots of it after the show. And um, like I said, I, I couldn't pull up on the computer because our mouse was dead. Um, but here's what it says for Dexter Handry: separation, action, termination. So he was fired. He didn't resign um, and said, please select appropriate reason for separation. Under that, it says other. If selecting other, please detail. 
the detail that was typed in was sheriff no longer desires services of employment. No misconduct or criminal activity. So there's that. There's no misconduct. There was no policy violation, nothing. Nope. Just the sheriff didn't want him there anymore. Yep. Okay. Um, so the guy that lives to serve the people of Kershaw County fires the most beloved deputy in the county. Over rumors. Over rumors. That he was going to run for sheriff. All to better serve you, dear right. listener. So people of Kershaw County, um, doesn't that raise questions? It should. <laughs> um, and then here on October 28th, 2021, the criminal justice, they attempted to, and I put in contact, but they attempted contact with Chief Deputy Coleman and they got no response. None. So not only did they fire Dexter Handy for no, for no reason, just because the sheriff didn't want him there. And there's going to be a lot of bullshit that people say, well, we're at, at will yep. state, you know. Um, which is bullshit. Which is, it's not that easy. No. If, you, if you've ever been in a management position, it's yeah. not that easy. It's no. a lot more complicated. Um, and then they, they attempted to contact Chief Deputy Coleman to find, you know, to get some, like, why was this guy fired? And I imagine this is probably another employer. Yeah. A prospective employer trying to contact and say why was he fired? Mm-hmm. And Coleman, Rock Coleman, didn't even answer the phone. He wouldn't respond. He wouldn't call him back. Nothing. And so he's shaping up to be just like uh, Alfred. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. That's that's what they did to Dexter Handy. He was a political threat to Sheriff Lee Bone, and so Lee Bone wouldn't even let him come back in the building. He said, "Bring you know, come into work. We'll meet you outside at your car. You can turn everything over out there." Um, Lee Bone and Rock Coleman aren't even the ones who did this paperwork. Mm-hmm. I I have the name of the guy who did this paperwork, and I guess it's public knowledge because it's in the FOIA. But it's my Miles Taylor, the training officer. Hmm. So Miles Taylor is the one who put in here the sheriff no longer desires services employment. Um, that there's no. Why isn't the chief deputy doing this? I guess I don't know. So maybe the training officer has to do this paperwork because it's going to the criminal justice academy where these records are kept. Maybe that's part of his, you know, purview. Maybe. Uh, I would think it would be like HR, though, or, you know, the chief deputy think, of op- operations. I don't think the sheriff's office has a HR. And if they did, it would be at the county level. Mm-hmm. Right? But uh, the sheriff's office is so insulated from other county agencies that they don't have to answer to anybody, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you could see that when Lee Bones stood up in front of the county council and said, use of force incidents involving his deputies was up 110% in 2020. Yeah. And he was saying, we need an increase in our budget because the premiums for the insurance is going up because of settlements that are paid out. Yeah. And then, you know how many questions he was bombarded with after that? Hmm. Zero. Zero questions? Not oh. one county councilman asked him a question like, hey. Uh, well, and, it's probably because they already cleared that up. And Well, you know what he did say? To clarify why? Because of anti-police sentiment within our community. Mm, yep. So basically he was blaming you, you, the citizens. Not the officer. Not the Breaking deputies. jaws and no. teeth out. Like. No. Yep. And we just read over. We read over this one right here. Right? Deputy Goldsmith's. This use of force incident, nobody sued on this. Yeah. Yet. Yet. 
And this is the one where he threw this this woman on the ground and, and knocked her teeth, knocked her unconscious and knocked her teeth out by hitting her face on the floor. And then he blamed her, saying she was drunk. It, it was because she was drunk and under the influence of narcotics. So apparently he did a drug test, an alcohol test on her before he slammed her face on the floor. You know what Kershaw County's relationship with Lee Bone is like? It's like that of a battered woman and an abusive spouse that's that's what we got going on here where he can just gaslight the shit and that's a new word for me i don't use that one lightly but he can just gaslight many the people shit. do use that yeah way too much yeah but but this is a perfect example of yeah. him passing the blame for his own shortcomings and those of his deputies onto you for being rowdy citizens of his yeah. county you just need to obey and follow the laws yeah that's that's what i get like you know, when I speak out against this stuff, people say, well, you just need to do what you're told yeah. or you need to get in line, follow the laws. You just don't, you just, uh, you have something personal against Lee Bone. Yeah, you're fucking yeah. right. I have something yeah. personal against him. He has personally violated my first amendment rights and he's done it to you too. You probably just don't know it. If you say anything negative about Lee Bone on Facebook, I guarantee you and he looks at it and he tries to make a decision on whether he wants to delete you. Or ban you, or shadow ban you, or yep. whatever. Yep. He Chances are he'll just kick you out of the group, or have one of his minions kick you out of the group after. Or have you. them harass you. Yeah. And post personal information about you, mm -hmm. and you join in on the inside jokes on their thin blue line page. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like they they think really think that everybody loves them. They do. <laughs> they think everybody loves them, but it's not true, man. And I think typical, that's the beauty of what you're doing. Is this little slap in the face that no, no, fucker, not everybody's all about your ass. Like, and for every one person that's on Facebook talking shit to me, mm -hmm. I have like five other people supporting me in what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, saying you need to keep it up. And uh, most, of, a lot of people, a lot of them work for police departments around mm -hmm. the area. <laughs> you know, I'll say that. Or the Kershaw <laughs> County Sheriff's Department. Sheriff's <laughs> Office or Highway Patrol yeah. or. You know, Cannon Police or Elgin, you know, so even Richland County, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, what's the next town, uh, county over there? Lee County. There's some Lee County. Um, yeah, yeah. Our good buddy down that way. All right. Back so, to the bone thing, though. Yeah. Oh, the hand, decks are handy, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. So he is accused of using his. He's county phone. If he was to, accused, they would have said it on the on the documents. Here. You would think. So now what what the bone supporters are going to say is, well, bone was being a nice guy yeah. and not sabotaging him. You know his prospects and and affecting you know by putting on here as a policy violation. Mm -hmm. You know that's that's absolutely bullshit. Okay, real quick though, where did bone work before becoming the sheriff? Uh, well, Camden, city of Camden, Camden Police. Mm -hmm. I would love. Uh, it's impossible to do now at this point, but to see his city phone records and see yeah. what he was doing. Well, I would love to see what is it next year coming up his next election. Yeah, if he's going to use his county phone to mm -hmm. to uh, campaign for himself, well, I'm sure. He, well, maybe that's why he carries two or three phones on. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, but I do know that uh, Lee Bone was written up in Camden. I have the FOIA. Mm -hmm. I, I put it in. He was written up for a policy violation uh, for the city of Camden for um, allowing a uh, a probationary officer, I guess, yeah. ride with a non-training officer. That was the policy violation, right? 
That's the only thing he had on him. And was he one of those parties or? No, he just allowed it to happen. He was the captain. So he let, he, he violated a direct order from the chief. Okay. Right. So that's not going to hurt your employment status with somebody else. No. Right. So if Dexter's Dexter's already employed, isn't he? Yeah, he got, a job. He already got another job. If, yeah. if Dexter Handy was using a county phone to campaign against Lee Bone, why wouldn't they put that on? Like, it, you know, yeah, that's a. That could be seen know. as. Jeff says Frankie might be suffering from PTSD. He exhibits many of the symptoms that the VA states to qualify for disability. I wonder if Frankie received PTSD payments from the feds. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if you received payments, but I would be asked, like, what the fuck did you have PTSD I from? Mean, we have intense paranoia. Yeah. Tiny hands. Is that a symptom? <laughs> no? Okay. Did you get PTSD um. <laughs> from shooting that, that um, uh, man wielding a shovel? Mm. Uh, maybe. I mean, shooting somebody, who shooting anybody would give you PTSD, I guess, yeah. but let alone shooting a guy wielding a shovel who you probably could have just pepper sprayed yeah. and be done and, and take him down. Or- um, I don't options. think they had tasers back then, so we'll give them a pass on that. But definitely had pepper spray. But how long ago was this? Uh, that was like I'll have to look at. I I have it. Right, I have right, right, whatever. Um, I'll have to go back through my paper. I got my but um, Jeff, six, Jeff so. brings up a good point. Is Frankie um, drawing disability payments from the VA for PTSD symptoms? I don't know. I don't know if that would be public. I doubt that's public. No, it's that private would be medical HIPAA. information. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if HIPAA um, applies to it does. the Army. It yeah, does. does it? All right. um, but I do know that Lee Bone does not have a combat action badge, so he was never in direct combat when he was in Afghanistan. Um, what was he in the Army? He was, uh, he was an engineer, engineer officer. Okay. Okay. So he was, a, he was a commissioned officer in the National Guard. I'm not going to say he was commissioned in the United States Army, but... Technically, he was, yeah. but it was through the National Guard's officer candidate school. Yeah, at down in McCready. Then you know, I mean, shit, that's what my dad did. He scored a silver star. So I mean, shit happens. It doesn't you matter. You still do. find yourself. In, yeah. And also, <laughs> when you get stationed in Afghanistan, it's just the fucking luck of the draw whether yeah. you get in a gunfight yeah. or not. I'm yeah. sure. But I, I mean, I would venture to guess that Lee Bone was what we would call a fobbit. Right, just somebody who was just a rear echelon, a rimf, as what they would call him in Vietnam. Um, but you know, maybe he was traumatized from that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he came under a mortar attack or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, he doesn't talk about it at all in detail, so I, it might either be traumatic for him to talk about, or he just doesn't have anything to talk about. I mean, I know Halliburton was feeding the hell out of everybody out of Afghanistan the first time around, and yeah. maybe he missed the lobster day and. Just shook him up real bad. I know my dad put on like 30 pounds his first time in Afghanistan. Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. like a motherfucker man. over there. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, let's see. It seems that PTAD of 50, 70, and 100% for a law enforcement would be of public interest. I would think so because um, we talked about Goldsmith earlier having been in Iraq yeah. during the height of the insurgency, like Battle Fallujah and all that kind of stuff. Um, if there's somebody that's going to have some PTSD, yeah, and he he and we were saying okay, so maybe that's a reason for his violent ways. That doesn't excuse no his violence, and it definitely doesn't excuse Lee Bone for hiring him, knowing that he was violent. But it helps us understand. It, it, it helps understand what, what was going on. Yeah, so, and yeah, we don't I even mean, know if that's the case because I mean I know plenty of guys that came out of Iraq and Afghanistan doing just fine. I know a whole lot that it fucked up pretty good too. 
There's there's right. definitely there's a lot of guys that have PTSD that are fully functioning yeah. normal people. Yeah. So I hate to go down that road talking no. about Lee Bowen yeah. about that because no, it's a rough. It's it's a bad. I just think he's an asshole and he's an oath breaker. He's definitely violated the oath that he swore as a commissioned officer. He definitely violated the oath he swore when he put his hand on the Bible and took the oath of office for a sheriff of Kershaw County. To me, that's unforgivable. Yeah, I don't that's, care. that's right up there. With I the... don't care what else you have to say. Yeah. And when I tell that to people, it just goes right over their head. Like, they don't care. I mean, a lot of folks, if you've never taken an oath, you don't understand the gravity of that. And a lot of people that have taken an oath don't, don't understand the yeah. gravity either. <laughs> so maybe, I think he's just a dipshit who um, makes certain decisions in his career for political gain so he can move up the ladder. And he's going to step on whoever he needs to step on, even if the citizens that he's supposed to serve, to get well, where he wants to go. He's pu- not publicly, but he has said it, that he is only interested in getting elected one more time mm-hmm. so that he can collect. He told that to Dexter pension. Handy. Okay. When he um, he had heard rumors that Dexter might run against him, and he asked Dexter to give him, he said, just give me one more term. Just wait and give me it's one more all term. All this man wants. That's the way, you know, if he would does one more term, then he gets the lifetime insurance. Yep. Right? That's his only interest. That's it. Which, paying for my own damn insurance, I get to a degree. But there's a lot of other ways to go score that. I mean, you could say, like, hey, man, I'm not done doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to accomplish X, Y, Z by the time I get out of here. And that, you know, the sheriff is, is – uh, Lee Bone could be the sheriff for another 20 years. It's entirely He's possible. Gonna, By know, our track record? If he wanted to. Yeah. And uh, even longer than yep. that if he wanted to. So wh- why does he only want four more years? What's his plan? Where's he going next? Is is the top job at SLED opening up soon? Could be. Could be. Is he going to run for some sort of other political office? Me. And quite frankly, I don't care as long as he's I don't give a shit. not Just in get, Kershaw get County. Get out of Kershaw County. <laughs> like, yeah. I had enough of this guy for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, right. just, just hearing that should tell you everything you need to know about Frank. Yeah, he's not he's not in that job, in that office for the right reasons. And the fact that he lies constantly about it. Yeah. <laughs> about wanting to serve the citizens of Kershaw County in the best way he is able. Well, let's take this into account, right? He said that the number one job... His number one job is to deter crime, yeah. right? So if he says it's to deter crime as his number one priority, he is an abject failure. Correct. Based off the last week no. of what happened. Oh, no, nobody's blaming Bone for the, the murders, the other murders, the shooting murders. No. You can't. You can't blame anybody. You can't blame him, but that just goes to show that. It's not working. <laughs> They're not here to prevent crime. But like you could park a car to stop people from robbing a certain yeah, store. Yeah. But you're not going to prevent people from being violent criminals but just by having more police. Like saying that though is going to give him all the ammunition he needs to run into county council and say, "We need hey, more I deputies, need more money, more deputies." And then what they more, need to say, "We what, need more guns." What our good buddies in the county council need to do is stand up mm. and say. Then stop firing them. Yeah. Or, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Shit. <laughs> I mean, dude, they just had two more promotions. Mm-hmm. Right. What I'm asking Special is like. Agent Cody Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Agent Cody Banks got promoted. And, and I don't know um, the other guy. Um, 
Yeah, he's actually a good dude. I'm, I met him a couple times. The other guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, the other guy. I, he's um he was in the military. I think he's a 20-year veteran um, in the Army. And uh, he's a nice dude. I, I like him. I've ran calls with him at, when I was at the fire department and with EMS, but he was there on the scene. Yeah. And um, he's a good guy. Um, that kind of brings us into the other topic we want to talk about because we're talking about policy failure, right? Yeah. And the sheriff's the one who sets the policies for the department. And he sets the standards for his deputies to follow uh, or his standards for them to meet, I guess I should say, meet or exceed. Yeah. Uh, what is, if anybody could please tell me, what is the Kershaw County Sheriff's Office policy on physical fitness and grooming? Is Do they have a standard at all? By the looks of it, no. As far I know as, that when Jim Matthews became the sheriff, yeah. he said, you're going to do a physical agility test. And we're going to have some standards on, on appearance. Yeah. Right? Now, the whole the whole beard thing doesn't bother me. It but. bothers me, man, because there are a bunch of wannabe operators. They want to be shooters. Yeah. And they're not. You're not in no. Afghanistan <laughs> riding on horses against the Taliban. Dude. Yeah. Shave your face and look like a professional. Yeah. Um, you're just salty. You can't have a beard. That's what it is. Well, I get to wear a mustache, <laughs> yeah, which is better because the fire department, you know, um, history, yeah. our lineage, yeah, yeah, the mustache is significant. I don't mean cops history. tend to have a mustache too. Yeah, they got little little uh, Adolf stashes yeah. though. Usually, <laughs> they don't get to grow the the cool manly stashes like fire departments. Um, but you know, it should be neatly trimmed. You should look professional at all times, in my opinion. You don't see the highway patrol. Riding around with beards. No, those dudes run around looking like fucking alpha males. They look like Marines. Yeah. <laughs> basically. They're they're all high and tight on their yeah. hair. They have clean shaven. Their uniforms are, are starched and their shoes are shined. They go you know, they look professional. Yep. Like professional law enforcement officers. Now and, they're still road pirates, but damn it, they look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just look it looks like um, they're a person of, of authority, yeah. right? But if you're pulled over by some dude wearing khaki pants, a hoodie, a beard. A and plate carrier on the outside of a shirt. And they're 75 <laughs> pounds overweight. What do you, I mean, you're probably going to be thinking to yourself, I could probably take this dude <laughs> in a foot. You know, I could probably outrun this fat ass. Definitely outrun him. <laughs> <laughs> but all they're going to do is sick their dog on you. They love yeah, doing right? that shit. Um, but, yeah, these guys, I, I'm like, man, if you would just... And maybe he's letting them grow a beard to hide their double chins. Maybe? Probably that's probably yeah. This these things are probably not mutually exclusive. Mm. With the increase in BMI, we need an increase mm. in beard to cover it. And the the plate carriers that hide the guts a little right. bit. Maybe <laughs> that's why I wore mine. <laughs> <laughs> now look, that's not all the deputies. No, a lot of the no. guys look look professional. They're they're in yeah. shape and they they work out and they they take their job very seriously. We're obviously making light of. A situation and picking on Agent Cody Banks. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but that's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. I mean, it's just, and it, this is not just a Kershaw County thing. Across the nation, yeah, nationwide, it's like uh, beards and tactical gear. Yeah, and um, hundred pounds overweight. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of go hand in hand here. And it's almost like um, they they want to try to lift weights to get their arms as big as possible, mm -hmm. but then they don't do any other form of PT. A yeah, little bit of cardio, guys. <laughs> I mean, I know um, I'm not one dude, to talk. Dude, you here, should see some like... fire departments, though. You want to talk about some fat. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. 
I make my shift. We do an hour, at least an hour of PT every day. Yeah. Right. And then I tell them you need to be doing PT when you're not at work mm-hmm. because you might have to drag my 225 pounds yeah. plus my gear, which I, puts me over 300. Yeah. Okay. So we need to be in shape. Right. Um, I would think the same for police officers. You might get in a foot pursuit. You might be in a fight for your life. You might have to, you might have to go help the fire department or EMS carry some people, you know, kids out of a school shooting situation and make multiple trips back and forth. You might want to have a little bit of cardio. Right. As far as the, but just the, the appearance, the appearance goes, I know that he kind of, that bone specifically kind of set the precedence for this khakis and black shirt thing. I think that was Matthews that started. Was it Matthew? I don't know. I've just so. seen it a lot more now. But it looks like shit, man. It it's doesn't gone. look great. It doesn't look great. It's gone from polo shirts and khakis to now they're all wearing plate carriers and then and hoodies. Yeah. Like they're wearing they wear hoodies, man. They look like trash. They really look like ten pounds of shit and a five pound bag. Yeah. Now, when it comes to uh, you know, dress military dress standards. When I was in the army, my hair was as long as I could possibly grow it, yep. but stay in regulation. Right. Um, but besides that, my boots were always shined. My uniform was always pressed and I did it myself. I never sent it out for anybody else to, to dry, you know, to get yeah. it pressed for me. I did it myself. Um, and I mean, I know I took pride in my uniform, man. Yeah. I took pride in the way I looked and the way that I represented my unit you know, and I do the same at the fire department. I take pride in how I look on the job because it represents the, my department and yeah. the people I serve. Yeah. Now, I know, like, I don't know if Kershaw County Sheriff's Department has the same thing, but I know loads of other police departments, sheriff's departments, they have accounts with places where they can go get new boots new yeah. shirts yeah, yeah i'm sure you, they're not buying themselves those polos with the with their badge on it that ain't no, happening no. they're ordering that shit yeah they probably get a certain amount per year and then yeah. when they become worn out they get replaced so can we not make sure that shit's clean maybe <laughs> like you know what I mean? and fits like yeah i don't know i don't know i i think as a citizen as a taxpayer in this county I would like my sheriff's department to look more professional when they're on the job. Yeah. Um, they changed their, on the sheriff's office Facebook page, they changed their, fa- their uh, what do they call it, the wallpaper or whatever in the background, yeah. the big picture, to their blacked out cars and SUVs with blacked out windows. And my question was, like, is anybody checking the legality of the tent on these? Hell no. <laughs> like, Hell no. Good Lord, man. They're black. Cops the windows the same right. color black as the paint on the side of their vehicle. Frankie is well above the law in his mind. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do. That's crazy, man. I mean, let's take a little break, and then we'll uh, we'll get to the rest of this. Facebook Live. <clears throat> yep, we're out, Facebook. Catch you all later. Anybody got any, we're going to take a commercial break. You got last-minute questions or anything you want to get in. Let's hear it. All right, folks, see you shortly. The Swamp Fox Podcast Network is proud to announce our new sponsor, the Swamp Log Artisans Gallery. An old Bishopville building is a home to a store unlike any you have ever experienced. Gift shop, furniture store, local history museum, and art gallery. It's all of these things. There's an inventory here found nowhere else. Presented with an opportunity to make a personal connection to heirloom quality pieces that will honor our heritage and enrich your family's lives for generations to come. 
Here you will carefully select your pieces created by 60 fine woodworkers, artisans, and artists. The backbone of our store is products handmade from lumber, which is sawn from old-growth sinker logs recovered from the muddy, dark bottoms of South Carolina's rivers and swamps. These logs were lost over 125 years ago as they were transported on the waterways and were recovered with scuba equipment. Check them out at www.swamplogartisans.com or visit them at 229 North Main Street in downtown Bishopville, South Carolina. Yeah, man. I'm super excited about the uh, kiln-dried lumber. Mm-hmm. You just buy the rough-cut yeah. slabs. Yeah. And also the paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, the no, paintings, they've got some really cool stuff. I want to see that. I mean, it's just beautiful framework. And from looking at this brochure, some pretty nice art. Uh, I might go out there today. Are they open today? Yeah. Awesome. So I would love it for Swamp uh, the Swamp Fox Network people to uh, support this company and just let them know where you heard about it. And we're back. Welcome back, folks. Thank you for sitting and staying with us through our commercial break. Uh, please go patronize our sponsors. For real. They've been, uh, they've been supporting us for four months now, and yeah. that is pretty pretty cool yeah we're really appreciative of them uh we appreciate you listening and sharing the show our numbers are steadily increasing yeah which is awesome and um even though two milestones yeah and i bet they're gonna happen at the same time you think so yeah i think we're gonna hit our financial milestone and our total download milestone at the same time i think that'd be super cool hopefully it all happens around new year's and we can have a huge yeah freaking party about it we're going to have a big party anyway. Regardless. Yeah. Any listeners, anybody on the inner circle, mm-hmm. if you want to um, join us at, what is it, t.me? t.me slash Swamp Fox Network. Swamp Fox Network on Telegram. Mm-hmm. Join the Telegram conversation. Uh, I just posted a picture, what was it, yesterday of the transformation. It was like a step-by-step of a steel spoon, just a cheap mm-hmm. spoon you could get from wherever. Yeah. And turning it into either a spear tip or an arrowhead. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> I've never done that with a spoon. I've done it with pieces of metal. Yeah, you could just use anything. Yeah. Corrugated roof. But yeah. that spoon <laughs> is not a bad idea because it's already got the same basic shape. Right. You kind of have a head start. Yeah. And it's really strong because of the concave, mm-hmm. convex, you know, it's a strong Which piece you of metal. you flatten that out and that kind of stresses the metal and that yeah. gives it extra rigidity. Yeah, and then, work hardening for my blacksmith. Uh, what's it called? Work hardening. Work hardening. Yeah. That from uh, hammering it and mm-hmm. um, putting stress on it. Yeah, and you're I guess compressing the heat, all those uh, the molecules. The, yeah, the yeah. lattice that they're all connected. Ah. That's how uh, like bronze um, was able to stay usable, like back in the Bronze Age. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, you're hitting other dudes with. Various the, levels of armor. Samurai swords, right? The folding of the metal. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty intense, too. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's how they would work hard in their stuff, is they would beat just the edge Yeah, to give it that hard enough edge to hold hold an edge. Oh, okay. Um, cool so stuff. I, we're going to try it out. I want to I try it. Um, I think I want to make some, some spears. Yeah. I, uh, Adel-adel style. I've had on my to-do list for a very, very long time was to make another... Uh, bronze spear head um i made one when i was like 22 but i had to give it to a guy is there a reason why spearheads are longer and heavier than arrowheads 
Is it a proportion to the... Yeah, it's a proportional thing for throwing. Throwing, yeah. I've never been a big fan of throwing a spear. I mean, you know what no, I mean? No, like, yeah, it seems like it's a waste of a spear. Yeah, well, that's like, giving your enemy your weapon. <laughs> like, um, so maybe that's what it is because it's made for, like, stabbing, stabbing something. You're holding yeah. on to the long pole. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's just slashing like more reach. to a degree. You can, you can get a good slash I off see. With, a, uh, with a spear, too. Spears are the ultimate hand-to-hand weapon, for sure. Nothing beats them. Been a lot of. Uh, I'm a big fan of Escrima sticks. Mm-hmm. I I learned how to fight with those when I was in the army. Yeah, and just the one stick though. I I'm uh, two sticks. You could really, if you know what you're doing, you can you can really do some damage. Yeah, but one stick, um, which was a rattan stick, a rattan vine, mm-hmm. and um, if you know the proper blocking and parrying, um, with that, you can get on the inside of a lot of different weapons. Yeah. And, and it's a sturdy really, damn, and a screaming stick, that rattan is sturdy I got hit on the shin with one, like oh, yeah. square on my shin. It just <laughs> popped my skin open, like just busted up straight yeah. open to the bone. <laughs> there is a historical story. It's a true story. Uh, this is back in like the 1100s. But um, an English guy, not even a soldier, just an English dude, was captured by Spain, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a stick, and uh, they were like he had fought off a lot of a lot of uh, Spanish soldiers, and they captured him eventually. Yeah, and he's in court, like the royal court, not yeah. court of law. And uh, they're like, "Well, show us how you did it." And then they gave one of these Spaniards with a with a sword walks up, and he's like, "All right, well, I need a stick," and uh, <laughs> he knocks the dude out cold, wow. like in seconds. And they're like, "All right, try it with three guys." Yeah, beats all three of them, and he got up to eight guys before, before they killed him. But yeah, like, but he killed a few of them too. In um, the book of Five Rings, it was written by Miyamoto Musashi, who's a famous samurai. Um, he um, challenged another. There was a samurai. Another samurai challenged him to a duel. So at this time, he was just going around doing fights, I yeah. guess, for money or whatever. He was challenging people to fights, and he killed this other samurai with a or a wooden boat or he was just trying to prove like my sword isn't the weapon i am the weapon yeah the sword is just a tool that i use and um so that's something that you that a lot of people should take into account like when you're training with a rifle or a pistol or a spetsnaz shovel or Mm -hmm. a knife whatever that's just the an extension of you you're the weapon and if you're not training yourself as the weapon and you're just wanting to use a gun, um, it's going to be ineffective. Yeah. Because that, that weapon, that that tool that you have in your hands is as effective as you are. So um, just keep that in mind when you're doing your training. Yeah. Um, so but there's, uh, there's little things, though, like back on the spear. Yeah. They've taken multiple untrained guys yeah, and handed yes, them spears. Yes, 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 yes. And they beat the best sword fighters you've mm-hmm. ever seen almost all the time. Like, I mean, it's – so, like, yes – training is important but you might as well get a head start but if you have the most effective tool if you have two trained individuals yeah right yeah and you hand them both you say pick choose your your weapon for sure for sure you know then and they're both trained to the same level yeah whatever tool they choose could be the you know deciding factor Mm -hmm. untrained um there's a lot of untrained Afghans running around with AK-47s that yep. have multiple care- kills against the American military right yep. now. So, um, you know, what do they say? A blind squirrel finds a nut every yep. once in a while. <laughs> um, 
So before we left for the break, we were talking about policies and procedures in the sheriff's office and all that kind of stuff. Um, and some one of our listeners brought up um, about why is the sheriff even elected official in the first place? Yeah. In most places around the country, um, and I think this is like a southern thing that they're just still hanging on to, like we still elect our sheriff. It's a political office. Why is it politicized in the first place? I mean, I, I can I, agree with that. It shouldn't be yeah. at all. I but also don't like the idea of appointing, having. So you don't like the like uh, the county council picking. I don't like democracy or... either, but I really don't <laughs> like the idea of a handful of evil bastards. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of republicanism, like the republic. Yeah. Right. Um, and having a representative government, which I think democracy is not a no. form of representative government. No, it's not. Uh, it's it's actually um, mob rule. Yep. If, if you want to really dig deep, but I mean that's what all voting is effectively, and even though we are electing our representatives, it's still. But we're not we're not voting every single day on these no, other issues. No, which I think if we were voting, if we did have democracy, where they said, "Hey, citizen, you need to vote on this," we'd be like, "Why do we have so much bullshit that we have to vote on?" Right. Let's cut this down by like ninety percent. <laughs> that would be yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. be amazing. Our so tax I, rate I still be, say, man, it needs to be like jury duty. Yeah. You need to be f- fucking <laughs> forced to come in. But, man, I think about, that, like, but... you know, the thing is, like, our politicians are just, they're just regular dumbass people, mm-hmm. right, who have aspirations to be in those positions. They're not special. They're not uh, born and bred to be any smarter than us to well, do that job. They're some just, of them are born and bred for a purpose. Well, that's true. Like the Kennedys and all <laughs> yeah. them. But, um Think about like uh, Russia. Mm-hmm. How much of an advantage the people have that are that they've been playing that game since they were in their mid twenties, yep. and now they're in their seventies. Yep. You know, and they've had the position forever. So if we had that, I mean, that's not just Russia either. Here. We no, have that here too. Like, we have it here, but people just keep re-electing yeah, these dumbasses yeah. because we're like, oh yeah, she's nice on TV. Yeah, it's not and, even the system; it's the voters. Failing yeah. to do what's necessary, but we could, yeah, vote them out every two years if we could. wanted to. You have the option to do so. Yeah, whether um, or not votes actually count is another story. Well, but. it's also a matter of the guy who runs against the incumbent is more of a scumbag than he is. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> we have no choice but to vote for Lindsey Graham. Um, even that though again? didn't we have a vote for that? That was twenty twenty. There was, what was the last vote? We had something here this year, didn't we? Not in Kershaw County. Okay. They're doing gerrymandering like crazy. Oh, well, yeah, um, yeah. Wait, that's not the word they like to use. No, redistricting. Redistricting. <laughs> yeah, and they're gerrymandering. I call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so why, why is our sheriff an elected position anyway? Like, why don't we have a uh, police commission? Or a sheriff's commission, right? And and have this because there's there's uh, in the fire we have fire commissions, mm-hmm. we have fee boards and all that sort of stuff. That uh, so why don't we have a, a police commission and then you know we have representatives from every neighborhood. We can get together and because I and honestly I don't know what the better system is. I don't I, I don't want to leave it up to our county council. No, because I don't they're think a bunch either of one of these is a good option. Limp wristed I mean, bastards. Yeah, I, I don't think there is a good answer out of these two options that's why i think shanghaiing people 
yeah. citizens Shanghai. <laughs> into service is the way to go here. <laughs> Dude, you want to hear some crazy shit. Look into the historical significance of that term Shanghai. Oh, yeah. No. You know, like in San Francisco, in the <laughs> yeah. bottom would drop out of people's bar stools. The next thing they know, they wake up on a ship in Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> I want that, but for sheriff. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it'd be, it'd be short terms. Yeah. One year, you are pressed into service making whatever you got to make. But don't you think, like, those people are going to be voting on whether we go to war or not? I mean, at the local level. Like, they're going to be voting on what power to give to the. I'm okay with a regular run of the mill citizen making those decisions more so than I am with the vile bastards who are in office for 30 years plus getting kickbacks for everything they do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm way more okay with Joe down the street. Yeah, I think I would be okay with that too. I think the, um, uh, I think that would be like jury duty. Like, hey, you have to go, you know, serve your time. Yeah. You know, and it's like, all right, I got to go be be service. It would be real service, not a means to an end to. Well, what about um, conscription in the military then? No, not. And, and, I mean, I say this. I'm not about anything forceful. I'm you not, know uh, that the David Hackworth book I'm reading, mm-hmm. um, which it's taken me forever to read it because I just love it so much. I don't want to be over with it. But he loved the draftees because they were honest. Yeah. They would say, man, fuck this war and fuck that general. And I don't give a shit about the Vietnamese. And, you know, or like like uh, Muhammad Ali said. You know, a Viet Cong ain't never done anything to me. They didn't make me sit in the back of the bus. Right. You know, <laughs> they didn't make me use a separate bathroom. You know, that kind of stuff. And and he said the draftees would tell, like, yeah, the food sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> Where, uh, you know, a guy who's trying to move up and through the ranks and play the game, he'd be like, oh, it's it's fine, sir. The food's yeah. great. Yeah, whatever. And um, so I guess the right answer here would be Shanghai with the option <laughs> of – I think rejection. You know what I mean? Well, like, be like, no, there's got to be some sort of screening process. You don't want somebody with yeah, the IQ of a snail. I'm okay with that. You're <laughs> because nothing's going to happen. And nothing happening <laughs> is the best we can hope. Don't for. you think the enemies of the United States would take advantage of that? Like tomorrow. Well, that's the thing. You got such a quick turnaround with that I mean, one year. I mean, they're not going to dump too much resources. I into think it's a horrible idea. Oh no, man! It's <laughs> this is the future. <laughs> I think um, because like the other option is like what Firon's doing. That's my buddy Xavier's uh platform where you have a stake in something and you can use that token that represents your stake to for a vote. So would the amount like my stake is bigger than yours. So I have more of a say than you. That's something I don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, could you just buy up up 50 stakes? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And I don't know. Like the Koch brothers would win. Possibly. Right? The Bilderbergers um, would win. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much yeah. what we have now. Yeah, that's what we have now. So <laughs> it's not too different, but uh, maybe I think, there is a cap at, at one. I don't know. Well, don't here's, know. here's my solution, what I've chosen to do. I don't give a shit what Lindsey Graham does in Washington. No. I don't care. Because whatever he wants to make, or Ralph Norman, or whoever, even the county council, I really don't care what you say because I'm not going to let it affect my daily life. Yeah. Now I'm paying, I have to pay taxes for my property mm-hmm. and I'm and in those taxes. I have to pay a sewer fee. Mm-hmm. I don't have a sewer system anywhere 
near me. Right now you don't. It's coming. Right. It's coming. Over my dead body. Well, they're building it. Um, <laughs> there are pipes laying alongside the road. I see. Coming up the road, yeah. That's coming. And um, that's all by design, folks. Mm-hmm. Listen, we really, like, I've been working on the vision slash agenda 2030 show for a while. And um, maybe we need to hit it between Thanksgiving and Christmas because mm-hmm. I don't want people to be distracted by Thanksgiving or Christmas. But um, this is coming quick. We're talking eight years. Yeah. That's the goal. And hopefully it gets pushed back another. You know what? No. No. I hope it doesn't get pushed back again. I hope they try to put it in place and the people just straight up revolt. Yeah. Because I don't want my kids to have to deal with this bullshit. Yeah. I'd rather just the collapse of Western civilization now So when I'm capable. Of back fighting. to my point is um, I don't care what the president says. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit what the vice president says or Congress or I don't care because it. I will not allow it to affect my daily life. Right? I'm still going to continue on doing business the way that I do business. I want to do what I do. Uh, and it's a beautiful thing, uh, unplugging from that shit. I mean, that's why anytime well, you bring up mo- most of the stuff that you bring up politically, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, ignorance is bliss yeah, on dude, that note. Like, you know what the the biggest eye-opener is? Is canceling your cable subscription. Yeah. Or your satellite subscription. Just turn your TV off. Yeah. And stop watching news. Like, my dad will call me and be like, hey, you guys ready? I'm like, ready for what? Ready for what? <laughs> he said, oh, you got a hurricane coming your way. And I was like, well, first of all, we're always ready for a hurricane. Yep. Second of all, I didn't know there was a hurricane miles coming. from the coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I mean, the weather's great here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> when it, when it, when the bad weather comes, we'll be ready. We're always ready. Yeah. Because a hurricane could hit us. So we're prepared. Um, I'm not going to sit and watch for two or three weeks, watch CNN and shit my pants because a hurricane might make landfall on the coast of South Carolina. So here's the deal. Guys. Water keeps yeah. in a secure jug. <laughs> like <laughs> Food keeps like, uh, you know, this uh, is stuff you should already have. First aid kit. Yeah. Have your documents in a, in a waterproof container. Now, I've got pre-cut and pre-drilled pre-screwed storm shutters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can throw them up at a moment's notice. I don't have that. I'm not going like, to need it, but no. they're there. I, I mean, I'm just like, you know, if, or like a tornado, you know, people freaked out because that tornado yeah. hit. We don't even have tornado sirens. So what the hell? You're not yeah, going to no. do anything to get away from a tornado here. And I'm telling you, I was outside working on a project. And you probably didn't even know there was a didn't tornado. Didn't even know. <laughs> I might, my, my <laughs> I had a little throne that I built kind of blew over in the wind, but oh, like, no, it's a little windy. Yeah, that was it. And then it wasn't until a little bit later, I got a, a text that the school was gone. I was like, no shit. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things that if it's not directly affecting you, it doesn't really affect you. Well, that, um, yeah, that's kind of like, we should know about some tragic things that happen in our community so we can yes, help. Yes. Right. But we can't worry about stuff that we don't need to be worrying about. No. Um, but we should be prepared to deal with it yeah. should it happen. Mm. And that's the beauty of most things like that is if you're prepared for one of them, you're prepared for all right, all of them. All right. So let's talk about – we're going to transition from talking about mm-hmm. Lee Bone because yeah, you know, we're done that. talking about him. Yeah. And so we're kind of talking about preparation and helping our community and that – um, and this can lead to the Rittenhouse case. Yep. Right? Um, so we said on the last show, like, the kid shouldn't have been there. 
he shouldn't have had the firearm. He blah blah blah. We were wrong about all that. We were wrong. Really? He was old enough to have that firearm in Wisconsin. Oh. He had uh, many family members in the Kenosha area. Okay. So he did belong there. Uh, he did. He did have the right to have that firearm, and he definitely, like we said, he definitely protected himself. Oh yeah, for sure. That was it. Was a self defense shooting. Yeah. In fact, he probably should have stacked up a few more bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in the cape. So. Uh, and then, so this thing is turned into a race. Yep. Despite issue, the fact like, that it was he killed pe- white pedophiles and wife beaters. So like. th- I was looking online and it's turned into like a BLM, like it's an anti-black yeah. thing. Uh, it's against the African-American community. And, and they're all pissed off because this white supremacist is walking. I was like, wait a second. Well, I mean, it was How a BLM riot going on. Yeah. But, it, but again, he didn't aggress on. He didn't any kill any black color. people. Yeah, like, he didn't attack anybody, any certain ethnicity or group of people. That he was being. Ch- like somebody tried dude, to set a dumpster on fire and roll it into a gas station. So he went to try to stop it. The right thing to do, right? Yep. I then we can all agree that, on that. <laughs> he was chased by people with guns and skateboards that were trying to bash his head in with these skateboards, and he defended himself. He was one hundred percent in the right. So the day that he um, was acquitted of these charges, right, there was another acquittal that happened in Wisconsin. Actually, uh, yeah, I think this is Wisconsin. It might have been Indiana. Hold on. So Andrew Coffey, the fourth, right, okay. found not guilty of murder, found not guilty of attempted murder in an Indian River County SWAT raid. So what happened was this SWAT team raided his house, the wrong house, he didn't know, so he picked up his gun and yep. defended himself. Yep. He killed, I think he killed an officer and wounded like three others. Not bad. Not bad. Could have been better. Whatever. I mean, uh, you bust out of bed at four Dude, o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think he did. I think it's he did pretty job. good. Um, considering the uh, circumstances. Yeah. So now, of course, of course, what they're trying to do is. The prosecutor, you know, the solicitor in that area is like, okay, he was acquitted on, but we're going to get him on gun charges because he's a felon. He shouldn't have even had a gun. No, oh, okay. So we're going to try to get him, send him to prison for 30 years for that. Jesus Christ. You know, like, dude, what do you expect? The man, you were woken up out of your bed by some bastards that busted your door and tried to kill you all. And they're dre- they're like fully armed. Yeah. You know, have body armor on all that shit. What do you, what do you expect a man to do? Like, Oh, no, I can't pick up that gun because I'm a felon, so I'm going to fight it with my fists. They expect you to sit there and comply. Yes. And if that means dying, then then so be it. That's what they expect. Man, fuck that. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So congratulations, Mr. Coffey, on getting exonerated on those charges, and I hope they drop the other charges too. I would bet there's a legal defense fund getting built for this guy. I I would hope so. And then there's another case of a girl in Wisconsin, a young girl. She's a 17 now. She was the victim of kidnapping and human trafficking, and she yeah, killed yeah, her I kidnapper, this one. Yep. and they're charging her with murder. Are you kidding? What the fuck is going on in Wisconsin? Look at who the trafficker was. Who was it? Don't know his name, but connect some dots, and mm. it's not surprising why she's the one getting put on the chopping block here. Mm. Um, she's like Asian or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or Hispanic? I, I, so I think I, she's Hispanic. 
Um, but Eve, is that what her name? I think so. This one's been going on for a long time, years. Yeah. This, this, yeah, she's been in jail this whole time. Yeah. Um, for killing her kidnapper and rapist. This is crazy, dude. Yep. If that would have happened in Texas, no. she'd be a hero. She, <laughs> yeah. they'd put her on the damn. They put a picture of her on the Alamo. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Or really anywhere else. Like, if that happened in Missouri yeah. or South Carolina or wherever, they'd be like, damn, that girl did a, you know. Yeah, but everything has to be has to be boiled down to race right now. Yeah, because and, that's the, the wedge they're trying to drive yeah. between us. Yeah. This is all by design. Folks. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't see what they're trying to they're trying to turn us against each other so we don't unite and turn against them. Yeah. Which and is what needs to happen. That's yes. what needs to happen. Not calling for violence. Nope. I'm not calling for violence. I'm calling for unity. But we're calling for <laughs> unity. And you know what? In 2022, there's going to be some elections going on. Right? 2024, there's national elections that we need to step like, hey, this is not right. Hopefully we have some good candidates that will step up and be calling for unity. I'm not um, going to hold my breath. Personally. No, I mean, of course not, because we never have. We've never had. That. That's not how the system works. There, it is never. built on division. It thrives on division, and division and is the only way that it can. You know, this conversation that you and I have, we're going to be, we'll be labeled as white supremacists or racists mm-hmm. or QAnon believers and conspiracy theorists and all sorts of shit that is completely unwarranted and untrue. Yeah. Um, but that's that's how people roll nowadays, right? Yep. Um, if you say that it's us and them, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have to unite. That obviously them. means the white man. Oh, he must be the... talking about the, uh, lizard people, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, and aliens and QAnon. And we are, and, but, and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, John Kennedy Jr. Yeah. And, you know, coming back and all that kind of crazy shit, which we, on this show, we've been like, oh yeah, that would be really cool if that yeah. happened, but I don't <laughs> think it's ever going to happen. No, no. <laughs> Um, so at no point did this podcast think that JFK Jr. was going to come back from the grave. Like, no, it would have been cool. That would have been whole, that would have been like, <laughs> that would have oh, been shit. like, damn, they were right. Some fucking nerd on the internet was had it all right the whole time. Um, but it, it all, what it really boils down to, what we've been talking about this whole show. Right, even though we're talking about the sheriff and Debbie and blah 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 blah, it's all about self sufficiency. Yep. Right. It's all about um, being self aware, knowing your capabilities, addressing your shortcomings, and taking care of you and yours. Because it's beautiful how little all this nonsense on the news means and matters to you. It doesn't mean anything when you're capable of seeing to your own needs. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's. It's incredibly liberating, you know. I like mean. really, if you if you look on the the hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. right? And if you're gonna look on there, you'd be like, "Wait, where's a PlayStation? Yeah, <laughs> where's my cell phone? It's not on the list. Where is uh, new clothes? Where's a new car? Where's debt? Is debt yeah. on there? Mm-hmm. No. Um, go out in the woods for just three days, three days and two nights. Just go in the woods." Take nothing with you. Yeah. Take nothing and and watch what happens. You're going to survive. Yep. You'll be fine. No food, no water, no heat, no air conditioning, no electric, nothing. No contact with the air. You're going to be 
just fine. You might be a little bored. Mm-hmm. You, you know? might be hungry. You might, you might be, be thirsty. Hungry. You're going to be cold. Yeah. But you'll survive. You're going to make it and you'll be fine. You're going to realize like, damn, I really don't need a 30,000 thread count sheet. You know, do I need to use my credit card to buy new sheets for my bed? No, because what you're doing is enslaving yourself to that credit card company just so you can have a little bit of comfort. Yep. And that's it. And it's not even that much of an improvement in your comfort level. No. Um, ah, thousand therapy count sheets, man. They, they make a difference. They're nice. <laughs> I prefer the flannel sheets, dude. Dude, you ever tucked into some flannel mm. sheets with a weighted blanket on top? You ever tucked into 1,200 thread crown? I have. Egyptian cotton? <laughs> it feels weird, man. Oh, no, I love it. It feels weird. Uh, it's a little too fancy. <laughs> I'm used to army sheets. I've, yeah, I've also <laughs> cuddled up with some wet canvas before. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, um, you know, there's definitely something to be said for comfort. Yeah, right, and for luxury, it, it's it's cool. I, I'll take a vacation sometimes, and li- and we'll go to a. Uh, I've been to all inclusive resort before mm-hmm. down in Isle of Palms. Yep, um, it's nice for the. But the whole time I'm there, I feel like an alien. Visiting yeah. somewhere that I'm not supposed to be. Well, see, I feel useless. It's like, okay, I'm not achieving anything right now. And I mean, yeah, I just feel maybe not the first day because it's like, okay, a nice break. Nice. That's yeah. nice. But oh. man, it gets that second day. It's like, all right, it's I gotta wasteful. go fix something. It feels <laughs> wasteful to me. Yeah. Like, it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my money. It's a waste of my energy. Right. Um, you know, that's why I prefer road tripping mm-hmm. because it's not easy, it's a little bit stressful. But the 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 journey is the destination yeah. for me. Like I enjoy seeing the countryside and saying, "Hey, what is that over there? I don't know. Let's get off the highway and check yeah. it out. Let's go find it." You know, that's how I found the Curry Mountain. Like mm-hmm. we were just driving, I was like, "Damn, that's Curry Mountain!" <laughs> like, let's go. I would have never saw that if we would have flown. Yeah, we would have just been to our des- destination, and it would have been easy, yeah. right? In a few weeks, I'm going to drive up to Virginia to pick up my son, and. The journey, it, we're going to go see some new things. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's going to be awesome. And he's like, oh, I just want to get, just come get me. I want to go home and I want to relax. Well, okay. But I I bet we won't do that. Yeah. I bet we won't. I bet he'll be like, hey, let's go check this out. Let's go check this out. Um, I think that people are moving way too fast. They're not taking the time to really live their lives. They're too worried about where they should be. Mm-hmm. Instead of where they are right now. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I mean, of course, I, I it's work, a human nature thing. I, I work think. way too much. I let work take over way too much. Yeah. But I kind of see that. And I mean, it's I used out, to be that I way. I see that as me bettering the lives of my family. I mean, yeah. that's my excuse. But no, I mean, I love working my balls off. Like, I mean, I do. Like, sure. But. And, you know, there is something to that as a man. Yeah. Um, enjoying your work, uh, being a craftsman, being, you know, uh, that, that work ethic Mm -hmm. that you can pass on to your children. Um, I just think that obviously people's priorities are messed up. Yeah. Obviously. It's like, there's no doubt. Right. I think that, um, us as a society, even this County would do much better with just, you know, fix your own shit, help your neighbors and your friends, 
and spread out from there. You know, there's people making make fun of me online because I talk about I want to uh, make Kershaw County the freest county in South Carolina and make South Carolina the freest state in the nation. But those people who make fun of me, they're just scared yeah. for change because they know that they're living a lie. Yeah. That their their life their whole entire life is a lie. Well, I mean, because with that kind of independence comes a lot of responsibility. Oh, no, shit ton and of that responsibility. That is scary as shit for a lot of people. Right. I mean, it's hard work. Yeah. It's not easy. No. You know, they want to live on easy street. They want to just use your credit card and go to Target. And don't get me wrong, that might be nice. But mm. bad <laughs> things happen to societies. Look how they quickly go down that road. Look how quickly things have changed yeah. in our society. Yeah. Right? From my grandparents lived on a my grandma would make dumplings out of flour and water and butter mm-hmm. and make chicken and dumplings. And she could do it with her hands when she was legally blind. Yep. How many women today could do that? We got women in Kershaw County that can't hem a pair of pants. <laughs> 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 I can hem a pair of pants. <laughs> Me too. I can sew with a needle and a thimble, and yeah. I don't even use a thimble. I just stab myself yeah. in the finger. <laughs> right. Um, but that's that's where we're at. We've lost right. And Kershaw so County much. is supposedly a rural area. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's a scary thought. We're in trouble, I mean, man. Yeah. Like, and this is what when I tell people like the, the game's over. It's done. Like it, it, it's over. There, there is no going back from here unless we have a massive. Not until you hit bottom. Yeah. And have to rebuild. We're gonna have to have some. I mean, look at Rome. I mean, that's what it's gonna take. Yeah, they still haven't recovered. No. Look at those freaky bastards (laughs) wearing them tight pants, fucking penny loafers (laughs) with no socks. (laughs) I don't know. Riding around in their scooters and eating gelato. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want that, America? Is that what you want? That's where you're heading. You trade your Harleys in for Vespas. <laughs> no more Wranglers. But Wranglers are made in China now, right? I believe so. Ugh. I believe so. Go to Origin, buy some Origin jeans made in the USA. I don't know. We had uh, dark times on the on the horizon, and uh, yeah, you need to be ready for them. And you need to do what you can to avoid them on the personal level. And don't rely on the sheriff. Mm-mm. To come running to your aid? No, like, unless it's on Facebook and somebody said something mean to you. He's not showing up. I mean, well, unless it's an election year as well. Yeah. Um, but even then, you shouldn't like if your neighbor is doing something that pisses you off. How about you just go talk to your neighbor? Well, I don't know if we can give that advice anymore. You might wind up dead in your front yard yeah, after four hours. Ran over <laughs> by somebody. Yeah, we don't know who. We don't know who. Somebody. Um. But, you know, like, I don't know my neighbors, but I'm on 38 acres, man. And my next door neighbor is 30 acres and he lives in Connecticut, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, and then the guy past that, I don't, you know, I, regret, I like to be on my, own, on my own. But if I lived in a neighborhood and you don't know your, when I lived in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. I knew my neighbor to my left and my right. Yep. Right. And and if I needed a cup of sugar or whatever, I'd. We'd give them eggs all the time, mm-hmm. you know, talk about, hey, this tree here is doing, you know, he, you know, the leaves are kind of getting, the branches are covering my garden. I'd be like, oh, yeah, just cut down whatever branch you need, man. No problem. Yeah. Um, don't just be a dick and call, you know, right. the county yeah. and say, and send they'll send code enforcement out, out there and, yeah. and they'll send a ticket 
Yeah. And and that's bullshit. And then I'm going to be like, fuck you. I'm going to leave, grow mm-hmm. my tree as big as I want to grow. Yep. <laughs> you know? And it causes all these other problems. Or worse, like a homeowner's association. Oh, I mean, God. <laughs> like, Why do those things even exist? So I guess people, people just don't have enough government. People are like, please, life. daddy, step on me with your spike hill boot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. They just love authority. And they like, I need somebody to be in charge, please. Yep. And who better than the Karen down the road? Oh, God. <laughs> It's terrible. Terrible. What have you done, America? What have you done? That's the thing. It was the greatest generation that set all this shit into motion. I mean, there we go. Now we're getting into it. (laughs) Greatest generation, my ass. (laughs) Look at the children you raised Mm -hmm. or didn't raise, I guess. That's it. That's what it is right there. You didn't raise them. And there's reasons for that that we've gone into before. but Well, once you give the government a certain amount of space in your life, they're never going to give it back. No. So that's Governments, what happened in World War II. Yeah. And it happened before then as well. Yep. Um, government is never going to shrink. No. Without calamity. No, no, no. Government is never going to shrink. Mm-mm. That is... It doesn't give matter if it's Republican or Democrat. They're the nope. same freaking thing. It is the same thing owned by the same evil bastards yeah. that have been running the show for a long, long time. Mm. And we'll get into that in our show that we promised for a long time. It's coming. But... <laughs> it's going to be a good one, folks. I hope you join us. Stay tuned. Spread the word that this conversation is coming out of little old Kershaw County in South Carolina, that we want to be the freest county in South Carolina, and we're going to make South Carolina the freest state in the nation. New Hampshire's doing a pretty damn good job. It's going to be hard to catch up to them. Well, I've been hearing, um, too. they got a lot of a lot of people that have been there for a long time are bitching about the free state guys. Yeah, they're, like, they're, oh, they're, they're trying to come in here and change everything. They're jumping ship, man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> good. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, they're either leaving or they're bitching, which... Okay, bitch, but... Yeah, bitch all you want. Whatever. But, Try to change it. Help, you know, do yeah. what you got to do. Hold on. Whatever. It's your state, man. You know, do your thing. But they they started this a long time ago, and there was a lot of um, liberals that left to move to, like, New York City, mm-hmm. New York thing, and then a bunch of libertarians came in and filled the void, um, which is perfect, the live free or die state. Yeah. It's a beautiful state. I looked into it. I actually oh, yeah. I looked at firefighting jobs up there, but when I got to the part where it said part of your duties is to clear ice and snow from the fire hydrants. I was like, oh, bro, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I went through, made it to a third interview process mm-hmm. on catching a job up there. Yeah. Before I looked into how much housing costs oh. up there. It was out <laughs> there's freaking some, rageous. <laughs> there's some pretty affordable places to live. Yeah. Um, but it's like here. you got to live an hour from <laughs> work, and yeah. which I'm okay with. The, the, I couldn't have been. I wouldn't have been able to. Do you're it. not going to be anywhere near the mountains, no. like the ski resort mountains, where no. you like. No, 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 no. <laughs> the only place I could find that was acceptable was like a 1800s farmhouse, like yeah. an hour from the town they wanted me to work yeah. in. And uh, yeah, it would have been traffic every day. I found a house. I was like, oh wow, it's a two bedroom, one bath, mm-hmm. but it's two thousand square feet. I was like, okay, that's a big house for only having two bedrooms, one bath. Yeah. And I looked at the outside. I was like, wow, that looks like the, and then the staircase looked exactly like the staircase that Ralphie came down to show off mm-hmm. his bunny, his bunny, yeah. uh, PJs and Christmas. I was like, this is a beautiful house. It's, it's like a newly updated kitchen. 
Yep. And then you should look at the upstairs pictures, and it was studs. Yep. Just stripped just out. Completely like, stripped. Com- like somebody was renovating and just got halfway through and was like, I yeah. have no more money yeah. to do this. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like $180,000 on like, um, I don't know, two-tenths of an acre. Yeah. There's a little topic, too. You renovate anything recently? I did. <laughs> All weekend. <laughs> I'm holding off. I'm waiting. <laughs> $12 fix turned into a $700 fix. Oh, that so, was your leaky faucet, right? Yep. Yep. It turned into a whole new bathtub and shower. New bathroom. The full, complete yeah. bathroom renovation. <laughs> what sucks is I got a good hookup on some plastic paneling. You know, like you see yeah. in like kitchens and sure. like industrial backing. Kitchens. Yeah. Yeah. Got free. I could have got that free if it could have just waited another week or two. I could have just went and picked all that up. Yeah. Damn it. But there you go. That's why you need to be prepared because it could be a tornado. Nice to people, right? It could be a tornado. (laughs) It could be a leaky faucet. You don't know. You might have to shell out seven hundred dollars. Oh, be ready for it. Yeah, we're getting ready. Um, We had we had. um, I'm not going to put his name out there yet, but a local small business contractor come by to look at the electrical here yep. in the undisclosed location we're going to turn this into our like mm-hmm. we're going to finish it we're going to yep. do it right clubhouse yep. get the electrical right because right now only it's like half of the power works in yeah. there for some reason yeah and i don't know why you know we've looked no. into it too i don't know what the hell's going yeah on. he's coming back friday and we're gonna we're gonna get it straight and then he's gonna fix it i want to know what the hell that's what the I, problem I, is too <laughs> yeah he's like dude you got plenty of power i don't yeah. know what the deal is but um so he's gonna check it out for us Maybe we'll get him on the show to talk about starting a small business. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think he's like two years in, maybe. Okay. Uh, but he's another dude. He got fed up with shady employers, shady, mm-hmm. you know, doing business with people that just were not honorable. Yeah. Uh, I guess. And he's like, you know, I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. And he struck out and did it himself. So we'll see how that's going. Maybe he'll, he'll come on the show and talk about it. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Make sure y'all go see my my buddy Davian down at Just Think About It Tattoos. We mm-hmm. went, we, me and Caitlin went down and had another session. Um, I, I think I'm done with my sleeve on my right side. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Never done. But he's working on a project for my left arm right now. Uh, gave him a deposit for the uh, mm-hmm. commission on that. And um, but he's he's just bought a commercial space. He bought it down the road from where he was leasing this space so um he really wants to come on the show we're going to talk about entrepreneurship leadership uh financial stuff um and how he's kind of pivoting his personal business model his financial model in for today's economy Mm -hmm. um so that'd be a good conversation and um Maybe we can get him to drive his Lamborghini out here. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know if he'll make it down the driveway. I don't know. I don't think he's going to make it down the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll just do a drive-by real quick and we'll go pick him up in the cassette store. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't leave the shit up there. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way in hell. Um, but thank you guys for, for listening. Um, I am super grateful for all the support I get every day from people. Um, it really means a lot. It's not easy uh, stepping out and exposing myself um, to fight. But on the other hand, it is easy for me because it's what I've done for my entire life. Like this is something's not right. And I, and something needs to be said. So um, I'll do it. Pick, you know, let me try. That was, that was our, our motto as as a sapper essayance. 
which means let us try. And um, so I'm like, you know, somebody's got to say something, I'll do it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm not saying I'm special than anybody else. It scares the shit out of me every yeah. day. It yeah. scares the shit out of the people that love me. Yeah, for you know? sure. I mean, <laughs> they're like, this, Dude, this is not easy doing no. this all the time. I, mean, <laughs> I get text messages from family members like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why would you say the things you say? Because we see what's happened to people yeah. who have done this before right here in Kershaw County. Absolutely. I mean. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, kind of my strategy was, well, I'm going to be so visible that it, it would be against their best interest to do something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um it's my pleasure. It's my honor to be the voice of this show. And I'm super thankful for all the support you give us. And, um, like we were talking, we, I don't, I don't make money off this. This is not something I'm doing to try to make a career out of this and, and be a, a viral sensation in the, uh, podcast realm. This is for the people of Kershaw County. This is for people of South Carolina. And if it goes out beyond that, then awesome. Awesome. But that's not um, the goal. I mean, the goal is to make this the freest county in South Carolina. Damn right. In South Carolina, the freest county, state in the, the nation. And I think the spirit is here. Yeah. I would not I would not put forth the effort that I am if I didn't believe that the spirit. No, I mean, it's clear that we have support that. and we, we want to send it out an extra special thank you on that, too. Our numbers are constantly growing. Oh, yeah. And they're and I know just from seeing what's happened with other podcasts is. They hit a point where you just get exponential growth after that. And yeah, Malcolm Gladwell there. calls that a tipping point. Yeah, we right? are on the precipice of that tipping point. And I don't yeah. think we're ever going to have huge, colossal, quit-your-job kind of numbers. No, I ain't going to be no Joe Rogan over here. No, no, just with as small, or whatever. as small as our primary audience is, that's not going to happen. But I'm okay doing this We need free. more contributors. That would be great if somebody wants to join the network and put their voice out there and join us on the podcast yep. and maybe do your own podcast weekly, um, then then you're more than welcome to come to the Undisclosed Location and record your show. Um, we put a good chunk of change into the studio. Yeah. And uh, we'd love it if uh, other voices wanted to use it, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll even do all the hard lifting on the, <laughs> yeah, on the production, the editing too. Yeah, production, I mean, yeah. And I'm I'm super grateful for you, man, for all the hard work you do. And um, I guess this is our Thanksgiving special that we're we're saying what we're thankful for. Yeah, we're thankful for you, dear listeners. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, And I'm I'm even thankful for the haters, the people that talk shit about me, that make up lies and try to um, dox me and do whatever. You're just making me stronger because I'm a fighter. So if you want to fight then i'm i'm your huckleberry mm-hmm. like i'm the man right i'll do it i got plenty of free time and i definitely have the will so uh bring it on and i know that good will triumph over evil i know that from the darkness things will come to light and i'm okay with that i'm i'm fine with being in the trenches and getting dirty and, and fighting and getting bloodied up i'm okay with that i love it actually um, with that, with all the distractions that we've had lately, don't forget that Ghislaine Maxwell trial starts this week. Yes. Or next week. Sometime soon. And don't forget folks. No, 
Don't forget about that fuckery. Because <laughs> we had this Kyle Rittenhouse thing on yeah. every news network twenty four seven, and all we've gotten out of the Dwayne Maxwell is a hasty okay. sketch. Silence. That's the only thing we've gotten so far. And that's a federal case, so that so cameras aren't allowed in there. No, um, conveniently. Mm-hmm. Um, but how? Just wait and see how much coverage you you see on the network oh, news. Be, the only place you're going to hear about it is on podcasts podcasts um and um oh shoot maybe russian russian times yeah rt and um what is old boys network oh my gosh i can't believe i've forgotten i'm having a brain brain fart no the cocaine um gay gay frog guy oh alex jones alex jones what's his network i don't even know anymore yeah um they neutered him pretty thoroughly um but i know he is still doing his thing infowars.com he's got a couple of lawsuits heading his way too over some bullshit that ought to terrify the hell out of all of you too oh yeah he's the sandy hook parents are suing him for for libel i guess for saying it didn't happen the way that the government's telling us it did right so that's thought crime we're prosecuting thought crime <laughs> pretty much like, yeah that's a, that's a, like you don't have the right to say that that didn't happen we've got we've got a uh there's a 98 year old woman over in germany right now in prison okay 98 year 98 old, 98 because of some of the views that she shared uh. um first-hand accounts she probably lived through yeah nazi yeah ism and yeah. the holocaust and all that sort of stuff huh? some things are illegal to discuss over there yeah and she's paid thousands and thousands of dollars in fines for refusing to keep her mouth shut about things she saw and mm. now she's in prison interesting um, i'm gonna look into that i'll give you the name here okay shortly but um yeah that is a slippery, slippery slope. Yeah, when you, like if you read George Orwell's 1984, and you hear about this, like you know, thought crimes and wrong speak and all this new terminology, it's it's actually like it's hilarious mm-hmm. seeing it play out in real life in Australia, in the United States, Canada, Europe. You're like, no freaking way. Yeah. Is it's like a script was written and they're just following it. Um I'm telling you, like, just turn your TV off and live your life and you'll be like, What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's not true. There's no way that's real. No. It's it's uh unbelievable. And you know what it also t- it takes you to open your minds. When I tell, like, this is our ending every show. Mm-hmm. Open your minds and don't trust the government. It ain't just something we say. Like, this is for real. <laughs> you need to open your mind and allow other possible scenarios to enter your brain. Then you have to have this constructive criticism and critical thinking and break it down and be like, okay. So the two extremes you can eliminate. Yep. Right? It's probably somewhere in between. It's always somewhere in between. You always are going to get the extremes through the media. Yeah. Right? Um, even the Camden Chronicle is going to deal in extremes Mm -hmm. and they're going to give you their, their bias. Yeah. Right. So you have to, even us don't listen to us and take what we say as gospel truth. Cause we're out there too on a lot of this stuff. I mean, sure. I mean, some of it is because of our own personal experiences or, or things that we've seen with our own eyes, but 
don't believe what I say. Look into it for yourself. No. <laughs> do your own damn research. Do your look into it, man. I'm not, you know. Don't don't take my word for it. Check me. Check what I say. How many times have I been proven wrong on the shit that I've said on this show? Not too many. I can't pick. I can't think of one. I can't think of one. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm sure I was wrong on one. Right. So all the people on on Facebook that want to talk shit, not saying I'm making stuff up, that I'm just doing blah 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 blah. Go ahead and and prove me wrong. Show me where I was wrong. I've shown you the documents. I've I've shown you the FOIA request and the Goldsmith was arrested and, and charged by SLED. And I talked mm-hmm. about him like two years ago. Quite a while ago, yeah. Right? About how these violent deputies were just running rampant through the, the county and, and nobody was holding them accountable. And we've been talking about Lori Jean for a long time, too. Yep. And that chicken is going to come home to roost real soon. Yep. Believe me, I'm not letting go of that bone. Um, so, again, thank you so much to all our supporters. Thank you to my haters. Thank you to Frankie Lee Bone for giving us all this great content. Indeed. Keep up the good work and um, keep bumping our numbers up there. Yep. I also want to thank, look, I hate to mention family members on this, but his campaign manager and uh, social media manager, I'll just say that. Everybody knows who she is. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you also for <laughs> your um, bullshit that you post and yeah. – your selective editing and propagandizing of the things that I say. Yeah, that gave um, us a hell of a bump in the numbers. <laughs> Much appreciated. Yeah, thank you. We're, 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 um, and you also lost a lot of supporters mm-hmm. on doing what you're doing and, and turned them to my side. So that's cool. So you keep up the good keep work, up too. Keep the good work. <laughs> we um, ought to be paying these people, man. <laughs> yeah. And um, again, I'll, end, I'll say, open your minds. Don't trust the government and don't forget that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And neither did Glenn Maxwell. Pay attention to Glenn Maxwell this week. <laughs> we love you folks. Thanks. Bye. We'd like to welcome Just Ink About It Tattoo Studio to the Swamp Fox Network. They're a new sponsor for the Swamp Fox Podcast Network and the, the Vote Map Podcast. Just Ink About It Tattoo Studio is located at 4435 Hard Scrabble Road in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, Zip code 29229 if you're going to look them up. If you need to make an appointment, you can call 803-497-3438. You can Google their Just Ink About It, look them up on Facebook, or use your Brave browser is what I suggest. And look at their artwork that they do. Davian Singletary is the owner, and he is my tattoo artist that I use. He does a great job, reasonable prices. Just Ink About It Tattoo Studio to make an appointment again. Or if you just have questions, 803-497-3438. Thank you.
Two. Yeah.